microphone apparently it should improve things i'm gonna plug it in and i'm gonna do the show if at any time during the show you perceive that this is not working please tweet something at me i got the phone right here i picture my grandkid on it i'll show you i got the phone right next to me so there's no reason to let me do an entire show with the fucking mic not working let me shift it over to this mic I'm going to hold it up. I guess it's like an ad. These guys were always nice to me. I should say that when I was an editor-in-chief at EQ Magazine. Oh, Blue Snowball. There it is. So it sounds like it's happening. Um, so let's get started. God damn it. Sorry. Right away. The poster already fell, incidentally, for those of you keeping track. So I'm doing the Care Don't Care preview for the fight in Las Vegas. And right at the very end, Steph says, oh, I got a few surprises for you. And one of the prizes, she says, 
One was about one thing, one thing. I think one was about Aussie Confidential, which is we call this kismet or or synchronicity because Aussie Confidential, which debuts on January 14th on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, any place you usually get your podcast, you got, hey, the first week makes a difference. I think we're going to put two out in the first week because the very first one is a, is a deviation from the others. Usually the others, people are asking, well, what's the difference between this show stomper and the uh, Ozzy Confidential. Well, first of all, as you can tell by the name Ozzy Confidential, I don't own it, right? And, and more importantly, the people who give me paychecks, they own it. So it'll be a little bit more restrained than this. But there's another functional difference that makes it worthwhile. It's an interview show. I'm actually talking to one person per show. And this is runs the gamut from, well, you know, <laughs> Yeah, no, my 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 purview, Nazis, drug addicts, junkies, killers, you know, sex addicts, whatever. That's who I'm going to talk to. People you hear me talk about now are the people I'm going to talk to on Aussie Confidential. That and I got to keep it clean. You know, there's certain things that'll make it different. I could do, I I don't have to wear pants for this show, for example. You want to see? Uh, look, I'm going to stay focused. So Aussie Confidential is January 14th. It debuts. There'll be uh, a one a week. Very different. I'm actually, with the exception of the first one, where I'm talking about my time in the bush of ghosts. There's a ripoff of a Talking Heads record, but specifically I'm talking about uh, my, my time with PEDs. So apropos of this show, it ties in. So Steph, show, uh, she uh, leaps it on me, jumps it on me, that the next UFC, the one that we're all getting geeked for, um, is being moved from Las Vegas to, um, to uh, Los Angeles. And uh, because there was a presence of Tyrannoball, a one Pico, which is like she says, whatever Pico is, 0 0.00017. So let's let's duplicate, was it Cassius's speech or Brutus's speech from Julius Caesar? I come not to, um, to uh, bury Caesar, but to praise him. Or more importantly, it's, it's very significant to me that you believe that what I'm about to say um, in no way, uh, um, what, what I'm about to say, I, I got this in case there's a problem with the speaker. So, right. Let me know. Uh, what are you saying to me right now? Uh, is this how, uh, how this is for the question and answer session. Questions are coming in. Um, um, Nobody. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing, I'm guessing we're fine. So uh, in terms of sound, so people, I, I want you to not confuse this at all. I, I am, I, I got no dog in this hunt. I got no dog in this hunt. I'm trying to understand what's happening behind the curtain. Like my friend said, my three card Monty friend in Tel Aviv, he goes, nobody who knows anything about life plays this game. I was like, come on, you got to teach me, you got to show me. He just looked at me very sad and goes, nobody who knows anything about life plays this game. Nobody who knows anything about life takes very seriously what happens on the outside of the curtain. And I'm going to help you to see dispassionately what's going on, I think, behind the curtain. Ready? I'm hoping you're ready. All right. So, uh, Tyrannoball. <laughs> First thing that 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 uh, uh, Steph is like, I said, God damn it, is that water based? Is that oil based? I don't know. 
It's a combination of D-Ball and uh, short for Diana Ball and another series. Diana Ball used to be known as a Breakfast of Champions. It used to come in two formats as insofar as I was aware back in the old days, pill and injectable. If it's inject, if I say oil-based, typically we're talking about injectable, but they're also Winstraw was also uh, 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 water-based, uh, and which is what caused a tragic tale. If you've heard me, can't Donna Shalala me on my own show, but about the guy who noticed that Winstraw, Winstraw V looked a lot like Armorall, so he swapped it out, sold it to some kids. They injected Armorall in their asses, and these guys who sold it to them uh, didn't really factor in that injecting high-grade chemicals that weren't intended to be injected into your buttocks would cause problems. The kids got gangrene and they had to have their asses cored out to make up for the what they thought was Winstraw V. It's it's you know what the, the the Hells Angels used to have a saying, no drug burns. That was a completely unnecessary fucking drug burn because it's cheap enough as it is. It does not that expensive. But let's go back down. Let's dig a little deep into the Johnny Boney, Boney Joni thing. All right. Uh, we said it, I, I mentioned it today earlier, and we talked, and I don't want you to believe this is a race car thing. I'm just going to tell you what the line was. The line was from uh, a public enemy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know the dickheads hate me quoting old hip hop. It doesn't make a difference. In this instance, he says, the bigger the black, the more they want a piece of that bootay. Now, I'm not going for the fact that this, this is not race. It's more the idea that when you get to be sizable and noteworthy you have a thousand people waiting for you to fall why a complicated series of events create a situation where we enjoy it eugene robinson fucks up nobody buys time magazine even if it's a cover story about eugene robinson fucking up they don't write that story eugene robinson the journalist from the washington post fucks up they write that story. Guys want a Pulitzer. There's a difference, you see. So my, my point is, the point that Chuck D is trying to make, I believe, is that you have a target on you. Now, of course, Chuck D breaks it down because his interests and concerns, his bona fides are based in race and race theory. That's the way he sees it. People get care more about Steve Wynn than they care about me, but they care less about Steve Wynn than they do another casino owner, Donald Trump. Donald Trump is walking around the White House feeling aggrieved that he's got enemies, not realizing that the number of enemies you have are a testament to what you've done. You know who doesn't have enemies? That guy who lives in the juniper bushes behind my local 7-Eleven. That guy doesn't have enemies. Or maybe he does. Maybe that's why he's behind the bushes. I don't know. The point is, you know, uh, uh, you talk about somebody with her heroic dimension. It's a measure of of their fall. Once you fall, even if the you offend the gods and you have fallen, we have they say there's no second acts in America. Tom Wolf said there's no second acts in America. Oh, there's second acts, all right. There's second acts, all right, because we love a great redemption story. Right. But last week when we did the real fake versus the fake fake, you know, you could fake fake that redemption story. It's like the cat and the bird, Sylvester the cat and Tweety the bird on the Bugs Bunny cartoon. Now you guys kiss and make up. Go on, kiss him. Kiss him. 
See, now isn't that nice? And the, and the cat's like, it eats the bird again. You got a target on your back. Why? Because you're susceptible. I told you, I, I'm not going into it again. The whole Bill Clinton thing, when I, I met Bill Clinton for dinner, me and seven other journalists, a small crowd in the same hotel where Robert F. Kennedy was shot. And the two uh, Asian sisters, sisters, twins, our friends don't know with the short leather skirts and the plunging halter tops who show up and I watch the Secret Service suddenly become roadies for Van Halen and they just start looking the other way. like, And the women get through and, and I turn around, I go, how's Bill gonna handle this? How, what's he gonna do? And he says, hi! And he gives him a big old hug. I go, rock fucking star. Me, motivated by a certain sense of appearance and propriety, would say, oh, how are you? Nice to do. Keep it up. You know, I fucked up. The whole world knows I fucked up. I'm trying to better myself. Or at very least, I'm trying to get caught again. So I'm not doing stuff to lead people. I get arrested in 1980, 1981, for false information to a police officer telling the cop my name was Abraham Lincoln apparently is not a smart thing to do because there is no Abraham Lincoln. Can you imagine there's no Abraham Lincoln in the state of fucking California that looks like me? Or none, actually. The guy said, if I don't find this name in the computer, you're going to jail. Uh-oh. Overplayed my hand. No Abe Lincoln in California. You go to jail. False information to a police officer. So they tell me, I've been through this before. They said, look, you know, you, you can leave. You're, you're free to go. You own recognizance. You're on 18 months probation. I knew. I You had to like, and I also knew at that point a couple of things were happening on a very minor league scale. I knew I was fucked into the system. And the only way you can get fucked out of the system is to be forgotten completely and totally. I'm talking about no rolling stops, stop signs, you know, signaling before you. But did I get stopped by the cops in 18 months? Most certainly did. Bullshit stops, didn't draw another ticket, certainly never been arrested again. That's a redemption story. Now, nobody within the sound of my voice honestly believes I haven't done anything worth being arrested for since 1980. Nobody believes that. My mother doesn't believe that. But like when I got the job, the fuck, I had crab for dinner. My God. Yeah. yeah, nobody, 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 but when I got the job at Intel, four months, they said, look, we could drug test, four months, drug, drug test. So if you, after four months, every interview you have, five or six interviews, they say drug testing, they send you emails, letters that you're going to be drug tested. And two days before you actually show up, your Friday you show up at your desk on Monday. They say, okay, you got to show up for your, you know the day, and you come back fucking dirty. You have a problem. I'm laying these pieces on the table because I want you to understand what happened. You have a fucking problem. The problem is not really the test if you take drugs. The problem is whether you can, it's a test whether you can stop taking drugs. A friend of mine went to the military. They said, okay, we're going to give you the honesty portion of the testing. Have you taken drugs? Yes. What drugs have you had? Well, what drugs are we talking about? Have you taken cocaine? Yes. Have you taken heroin? Yes. Have you taken steroids? Yes. Have you taken pot? Yes. Have you taken hashish? Yes. They fucking kicked them out. You said, I thought it was honesty testing. You dumbass. It's not honesty testing. It's stupidity testing. Who admits to this in public? My friend Myron did. 
So they bounced him from the army. They bounced him from the Navy. They bounced him from the Air Force. He went to the, uh, uh, what's the left? Marines, they bounced him. They had He had a blanket order, not accept. Do you know what you have to do to not be accepted into the military? And then he even tried Coast Guard. They wouldn't let him in. The guy had a rainbow coalition of drugs in his system. He knew he was going to be drug tested, couldn't stop. Now, when Steph mentions the Johnny Boney Joni fucking, that they're moving the fight to from Las Vegas, the logistics of this in a week, Borja Moy. But it was a perfect storm. But you know, you find like in the, the big sleep, wish me luck, Shamus, I got a raw deal. Your kind always does. Shit accretes. You have to, you want to live outside the law, you must be honest and most of all above it because this looks like a very bad fucking movie by which i mean specifically refusing to go vada gsp said he you know he was militating on i should i come back should i stay should i come back he said yeah i like usada but why don't we you know usada wada vada and we every single fucking extant test with no financial interest, this is the ones. These are the ones that we should run because if you're clean, what's a little urine between friends? What's a vial of blood here or there between friends? If you're fucking clean, what is it between? At any point, my you know, when I got went the intel job, you could, they weren't tested for drugs that I might have actually been using. Didn't have to confess to anything. Got the job. So I asked Steph when she mentions it to me and she's telling me they're going to move it from Vegas because they don't trust that they'll get the proper clearance from. And so a couple of things happened earlier this week. uh, He had the choice. He Johnny Boney Joni declined, declined to have Vada uh, Vada also test. It was voluntary. He got a a provisional fucking license to fight in the state of Nevada. There were concerns that because of the financial connections between the UFSI and USADA, that there might be some sort of collusion, coercion. They don't speak those words, but that's the sense. There can't be any other reason for it. Whereas VADA is truly independent. There's no such thing as truly independent, first of all, because somebody's getting paid by somewhere, by someone. But he declines Tuesday. And now this, it looks bad. What you find, your kind always does. I had 18 months to keep my fucking nose clean. Did I do anything illegal in that 18 months? I don't know. Rule number one, do not ever publicly admit to criminal behaviors. But like I said, nobody would believe that. Nobody would believe it. Now you have to go back to stupid or crazy. Johnny Boney Joni, stupid or crazy. I don't know if you've ever known kids of, uh, uh, and I know it's, it's going to sound tired. I have to give you all these provisos because I know how it sounds. I don't know if you've ever known kids of, of, of preachers and ministers. Kids of preachers or ministers are interesting kids. Jimmy was, well, I'm not going to name the church because with the name, you could be able to figure it out. Jimmy was a guy, a minute, and it was eerie. It was serial killer eerie. By which I mean, 
the bifurcation in his personality between when he was anywhere near his father and when he was with us. I don't I've had I've had this happen on a couple different occasions. One was with a, a, a murdering uh, mafioso that I was interviewing. And another was a guy from a rock band where their personality had so completely changed. It was fucking eerie. It was like being in the presence of somebody in the grips of demonic possession. They were not especially violent. Tonality-wise, their voice, the volume of their voice didn't change. It didn't change. It's not like they were like, it was none of that movie stuff. But I was clearly, clearly in the presence of a different fucking person like that. One guy is talking to me about how you know, he wasn't by matter of course a murderer, but if somebody asked him to murder, he, he would most cer cer certainly have done it. Like I would even murder you. In between that first sentence I just spoke and that last one I concluded, the personality fucking shifted and I could feel the, the devil up my spine. I also felt that with this rock, this uh, rock star guy. I meet him the night before. He's geeking out at some merch table. He's looking through records. Oh, this is, I don't have this one. Go to sleep, wake up for breakfast the next morning. Dude's in the lobby. Two, again, what's this with the two Asian women? One under each arm. It's a different guy. It's not the same guy. It's not the same guy. Not the same guy. The other occasion was Jimmy. Father was a minister of a church I was forced to go to. Because I played basketball league. So you want to play, you want to play in this basketball league, you got to belong to the child, you know, long story. I say that to lay the ground rules for how you should, the healthiest thing in the world is what's going on between him and D.C. Because you're getting the real cat. You're not getting the cat who's there, yes, sir, no, ma'am in front of his parents. Remember the first thing he said when he beat Stephen Bonner? He said, what are you going to do now? He goes, I'm going to go to the woods and commune with nature. Ah, ah, da 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 human nature. Ah, that's, what he was, that, that's when I became a fan of Johnny Boney Joni. You're going to go to the woods and commune with nature? Man, it was like equal parts. You know, I, I don't know who it was. It was a dude that got like Evan Tanner, you know, who's the God rest his soul. It was just an atypical answer and certainly deviated from the playbook for what, you know, an African-American athlete should say or would say or had said. But like DJ Shadow said, why is hip hop suck today? It's the money, which interferes inevitably. So. Let's recap a little bit. We got the, the, the dual personality. We got the, the target on your back once you fuck up. And you have perception of the same. And then you have, you know, the fucking rattlesnake on the fox's back who bites the fox and they both drown. Hey, I'm a I am as I am, like Popeye said. Not my dog, my ex-dog. God rest his soul with the cartoon character. So now you have to consider 
question I asked, I asked Steph right away. I didn't have access to my my steroid files at the time. I said Tyranobol, is it water based or is it is it oil based? She said, well, before the show's over, she goes, well, it's oil based. Okay, 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 oil based. Now they've done tests to prove that they said, you know, we're trying to figure out like with natural bodybuilding. They say, okay, it's provisional. You have to be natural for a year. And they go, no, no, this is worthless. This is worth. This is like bodybuilding, the ground zero for this shit. They say we can, we have we have tr- clinical trials that show after cessation of an, uh, uh, exogenous uh, 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 testosterones introduced from the outside. So I stop today. I don't take anything else today. A year and a half from now, the positive effects and probably the negative ones as well will still exert themselves. Now, if I never lift another weight again, I never do anything else again, I think that that time will be cut in half. But I already told you how it changes my anger response. You know, the, the adrenal glands, these little caps on top of your kidneys, and you get excited, and they squeeze adrenaline, and they get into your kidneys, and they get metabolized and jetted out to your system so you can fight or you can flight. The tubes that carry them, I've been told, could be apocryphal, don't know, got distended from from uh, uh, um, habitual steroid use abuse. So roid rage is not entirely bullshitty. It's that the adre- the amount of adrenaline <laughs> is going from a little narrow tube for normal people to a wider tube. So the kick, when it hits, it hits more intensely. That's a year and a half. After cessation. Detectability is what we're looking at. She said there was a pico a pico measurement, which I think is is like she goes if there was a grain of, of sand and you could cut that grain of sand into fifty parts, that's what you find. Now USADA has a couple of things on their plate. They have publicly Johnny Boney Joni saying that he doesn't want to go to Vada, which means they're drawing heat because of their financial connections between them and the UFSI. They look bad. He's never been one who's deft with the public relations. What I would have said would would have been, we're going to consider the VADA proposal. It's very exciting. Uh, we're super happy with USADA, but uh, you know, um, the more high caliber fucking organizations that are paying attention to this stuff, the cleaner this sport will be. And you're out. You don't say we're going to decline to do it. And Nevada, Nevada State Athletic Commission has cut me a provisional. And I'm going to fight, and uh, I, I'm over that now. And he said, well, isn't there a financial connection between USADA? Yeah, but uh, it, the stuttering, muttering, it just looks fucking bad. It looks bad. And you put people in a position where they have to make themselves look less bad. So they're like, hey, 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 you know what? We actually found something. They've tested him, I guess, nine times in the last eight weeks. And the tests have all come back clean. Finally, the week before the fight, which would be end of last week, around the time that they was choosing not to to go with Vada and they were being made to look bad, they find a pico element of Tyranobol. There's the actual world, there's the real world, and there's the political world.
Is it possible that he had Tyranna Ball from that last fucking shitty? Completely fucking possible. Completely, but completely possible under questionable circumstances. As a tainted supplement, maybe not so completely fucking possible. If I'm injecting it, possible that you might see metabolites, you might see things in my system a year and a half later, even if I stopped a year and a half earlier, if I'm injecting it. If you buy the premise that I never injected to begin with and it was instead in tainted, in tainted uh, uh, supplements, then that should not be a year because that would be oral. Correct? You understand? First pass, if I eat something now, if I have a pickle and eat it now, hits my stomach, gets into my small intestine, gets turned into chyme, the cilia, you know, it filters out through the cilia, my system takes the nutrients and, and you know, uh, the X products get pooped and pissed out. That's the system. The first time all that stuff in the pickle goes by my liver, my liver breaks it down. My liver and kidneys take out the impurities first. All of it at once. Oral steroids overwork your liver specifically for that reason. There's no way a year and a half out if you had taken oral steroids, and there was a time when Dianabol was a pill, I'm, I'm pretty sure. That was before my use period. So let me get this straight. If you're taking a pill, you're getting the first pass, your liver attempts to break, to metabolize it immediately on the first pass, overworks it, is less likely that a year and a half, you should, so if the initial premise is accidental supplement, it would have been powdered, it would have been in something, not something that you would have injected. If you injected it, it would have been oil-based. You knew, you unless you, they knocked you out and injected you in your sleep, you knew you were injecting something. Oh, I thought I was injecting a vitamin, but don't give me that. Don't give me that. If you're just taking the pills, if it was a tainted supplement, a crushed up pill in a supplement, something that your body would have to done first pass on, yes, they would have found it. But mm, a year and a half later, no. Only thing they find a year and a half later is oil, oil-based fucking oil-based steroids that just hang around in the fatty tissue for a long time, exerting for a year and a half. So what I'm saying is he was either dirty back then and no dirtier now, or he was clean back then and dirty now. You understand the breakdown? If it was a supplement, a tainted supplement, there's no way it would be there now. If it wasn't a tainted supplement, it might be there now. So he was either dirty before or he's dirty now. Before. <laughs> if you under, right? So it means when he first took the suspension, if it was tainted supplements, there's no way that there would be metabolites still in his system a year and a half hence. The only way there would be a year and a half hence is if he had initially injected it, meaning the first story was the bullshit story. Now it's a true story. <laughs> He's been tested nine times. The 10th one doesn't come back dirty three days, six, five, six days before the fucking show when it takes three days for the steroids to even kick in. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> Now you, you're getting, you, you've taken the real, the actual, the applied, and now the political. Why doesn't it matter, Eugene? I'm going to tell you why it doesn't matter. 
because they're moving the fight from fucking Vegas to Los Angeles. That's why it doesn't matter. This jungle hasn't spoken. The jungle that signs paychecks has fucking spoken. People are like, well, I don't know. They're going to refund. You look at micro. You look at micro. Oh, oh. How long did Harvey Weinstein get away with what he got away with? 40 years? For, where, where was Lyle? Oh, Lyle Zeta was like a, like a, a Oakland Raider. But eventually he ended up in Hollywood. If there's a single city in the world, it's not in Switzerland, <laughs> which has got all that Nazi gold, that's more adept at keeping secrets, I'd like to know where it is. I mean, we could go down from Natalie Wood's death to, I mean, the, it is strange to me that that the Kennedy wasn't assassinated in L.A. And then you realize, wait, whoa, A. Kennedy was assassinated in L.A. And moreover, you know, a, a lot of the people who were involved in the first Kennedy assassination, their connections were, yeah, Louisiana, Texas, you know, uh, but redounded to California entertainment industry. A place where they know how to keep fucking secrets. Precisely what I said on the old knuckle up. You really want to help Johnny Boney Joni? Get him off of Jackson Week at this point of almost a defunct fight team and move him to Los Angeles where they can help keep people on the straight and narrow. Now, if he was out there sexually uh, offending people, he might have a harder time given the political environment. But everything else, like RoboCop said, don't worry. They'll take care of you. They take care of everything. 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 Now, you know, you have Sasha Baron, Baron Cohen saying that uh, they had to stop one of the shows because in Vegas they were like, listen, I, well, I got a client who he's looking, to, he just wants to hang out. He, he's, he's fond of kids. You know, he like, you have any eight-year-old boys, so, you know, he just could hang out with and maybe go to a movie too. Or, and the guy goes, yeah, yeah, I actually know somebody. That's fucking Vegas, man. It's Vegas. Get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant, a whole city dedicated to that. And yet still, where are you going to go now you hear Las Vegas is second best? L.A. It's not real and actual. That's political. Can't run the risk, man. Can't run the risk. You can't run the risk. You can't run the risk that you have this big fight, end of the year, you got to make your numbers for 2018 and transition from, from Fox to ESPN. There, nobody wants to claw back any shit. Nobody wants to give away their bonuses. Nobody wants to, their incentive clauses. Don't want to, no fucking way. It doesn't matter because it's being moved from, from, from Vegas. And it doesn't matter because anything that could have been taken from Johnny Boy and Joni is already been, when's the last time you saw him on Kimmel or Fallon? When's all? When's the last time his copious amounts of charisma made it on the Joe Rogan show, or, or you know, where's he gonna go now that 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 he's been forced to to uh, 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 Mister Hide it? If you remember from Stevenson's book, uh, Doctor Jekyll was a normal guy. Mister Hyde was the the aberrant personality. Now that he's all Mister Hyde, what does he do? 
He's doing it with his favorite cat's paw, DC. Why DC is playing into that, I don't know. But DC is playing into it because he genuinely hates the guy. But, you know, the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference, and he's not indifferent to him. They have some kind of weird love, 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 hate relationship going on. They really do. Uh huh. I mean, because DC is, I'm reading right now. Keep, uh, thanks for the laugh. I needed that night. Uh, $150,000 to any charity and Lafayette if he accepts my challenge. Let's see if his Instagram stop, stops working again. That's from Johnny Boney Joni to DC. DC says, keep the money. More stringent drug testing and no excuses and mishaps. And I'll give $125,000 to charity and Lafayette and $125,000 to charity in San Jose. You just pay for the drug testing. Drug testing. Hashtag cheater. How'd you do that to yourself, man? How do you, how do you get how do you get fucking played like this? How do you get played like this? That's all that's left. There's no Fallon. There's no Kimmel. No TV commercials. No Metro PCS. This is what that meant. This is what Tom Wolf meant when he meant there are no second lives in American act. No, no, the second acts in American lives. I'm not saying he did it or didn't do it, but I am saying that if you're using it as a real adjunct to training, he's not using it any any significant way that actually helps with save for one way only. The head game. And I talk about this on Aussie Confidential. Nobody else ever talks about it because they're either fast denying that it was good or they're doing the after school special public service announcement trying to convince you that it was bad. But nobody talks about the head game portion of it. And that was the most significant. That was the most significant. Now, I have uh, friends who have consumed heroin over time without becoming heroin junkies or cocaine or whatever and they didn't become junkies because these drugs did not exert a hold like harry cruz said if you haven't read the book you should read it uh, the late harry cruz is called the, the gypsy's curse and the gypsy's curse in the book's about a bunch of a legless uh uh, uh strong man whose arms are like 22 inches long and he can do a one finger head uh handstand one finger uh, headstand and his name is Marvin Moeller and the uh, gypsy's curse is uh, may you find a cunt that fits you specifically uh, sorry for the florid language specifically he's talking about when you find that one thing the sin qua non the thing that you cannot do without that's that's when you got trouble and every single drug addiction narrative that I've, ta- I've talked to do there were people who had done m- numbers of different drugs bad eh, cocaine bad eh, this to lose eh. And they don't feel like they, they feel like they're untouchable until they meet the one like Michael Jira says when he sees a uh, dollar when he says when the money comes in I'll kiss your dirty face. You miss, you find the one that you, you kiss its dirty face and like that's the one, that's the one, that's it, and you know it. And with performance enhancing drugs, when I stumbled on it, I was like, oh. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, all the physical aspects. That, that, that was fine. That, that, was, that was nice, yeah. But the head game. I had guys showing up at my house on Friday night crying. 
Do you have a pill? Do you have do you have a syringe? Do you have something? Anything? I got a date tonight. This is in way back before Viagra. Nothing they took was going to help. If they were in that, you know, down cycle kind of erection inconsistency, nothing was going to help. That's not why it was a talisman. It was a, a hand on a rock. It was a lucky totem. It was a lucky charm. It's the only reason to take it six days before a fight. There is that possibility. And this ties back into the head game thing. The dual personality, the Mr. Hyde thing. It could happen. You know, I remember asking my kids once, Dad, you're crazy. How would you know? How would you know I was out of my mind? I'm sure you've met people before and you've had that thought. How would you know? Ah, whether it's a Lyft driver, an Uber driver, or somebody you met in passing, and you think to yourself, if I follow that guy long enough, I know I'm going to find some shit. Where Dr. Jekyll is napping and it's nothing but Mr. Hyde, you don't have to go very far. And the number one thing you squander is fucking credibility. Because like last week's show said, once you got that faked, you got it made. And at this point, there's no faking for Mr. Hyde. Mr. Johnny Boney, Joni Hyde. No more hiding. Nothing. We can't even count on you. Do you know the logistical nightmare is going from, from Las Vegas? But they couldn't get him to play. And they outed themselves. You saw the outed themselves because they don't want to be seen as a cat paw to the oofsie. They're no Ariel Hawani. Want to separate themselves from the teeth. I don't know what they do if they're not being, if they're not testing MMA guys. I guess they text they test boxers. And who else? I guess Olympic athletes? I'm not sure. Though I know there are people at USADA who are drawing a paycheck and show up to work every day. Anything else? I'm not sure. So, uh, um, it, 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 a couple of things, and I'm going to try to sum, sum up because I want to get to some of your questions. A couple of things. Johnny Boney Joni, is, you can't trust them. I think it's pretty clear that we can, he's still playing off the Dr. Jekyll against the Mr. Hyde, and some people are perfectly happy about life on that other side of the curtain. Oh, look, he's wonderful. He's a wonderful Dr. Jekyll. He's got the Philippians on his chest. Fine guy. Or, you know, he, he's a great, he is the greatest of all time. That's the sad part. The sad part is he is the greatest of all time because anybody who's taken steroids, I've taken steroids too. I'm not, I'm, I'm a world champion Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, but I was not like, man, I get beat on the regular. They make me a magically great athlete. Anybody who's taking it knows. Good man knows his limitation. We're not all strongest men in the world. We're not all Mr. Olympias. We're not all, you know, guys in the UFC who've been popped for it. I can name two off the top of my head who lay, lay, get a lot, like Josh Barnett, my good guy. I ride and die for that guy. But he did get popped. And uh, Andre, uh, not, um, uh, bah, bah, bah. oh, the, t- the maniac, uh, Tim, uh, oh, God, why can't I remember his name? I should remember. He swooped on me with, with Amber. Uh, the big cat from Maine. I can't remember. Yeah, this is what Dark Star, baby. 
neither one of those guys would you look at and go physical specimen extraordinaire it's for the head it's for the head it's for the head yeah low doses so you can train harder and longer but at a certain point pro of a pro level of accomplishment you're just trying to put stuff together little things on your little deck chairs in different places maybe i'll work on my transitions maybe i'll kind of work on the you're not trying to get to someplace like not some guy who's trying to to get to be in the bench in 405 for reps i gotta get there no no they're there so Johnny Joni is in this fucked up place where no matter what you do, I mean, and this is what I understood when I got arrested. Especially given what I got arrested for. Nobody's going to believe me. Oh, let's see, Mr. Robson, have you been arrested? Yep. What were you arrested for? False information to a police officer. Hmm. What happened? And you tell the fucking truth. I told him I was Abraham Lincoln. Okay. <laughs> Okay, anything else since then? Nope. You realize we can check? You should. I'd like to know what's out there about me. That's the version of throwing yourself on the mercy of the court. Right now, he's just trying to make it. And you know the fucked up thing is? The fucked up thing is, you know whose head this fucks with? The Maulers. I'd like to say it was intentional. It was intentional on somebody's part, but not Johnny Boney Joni. So if you want to ride or die with Johnny Boney Joni, you got to know something that both of you are sitting in the back seat of a car. Both of you. It'll be a wild ride, but it's not a ride that he's controlling, which is where America is. Now I'm not a blind Drax destroying hatred of the man who holds the office of president. But I do have a large and aggressively sneaking suspicion that we're in the backseat of a car that no one's steering. And it might be a great and wild ride. But that ride is going to end. And it don't end well when no one is driving. And there are great similarities between Trump and Johnny Boney Joni. I mean, look, listen, listen, I interviewed Johnny Boney Joni and he had just come off the, the, the toe breaking fight against Chael Sonnen, which had he not put him away that round and they had seen his toe, they would have called it off for him and Chael would have won. He knew this. So afterward, I said, you know, um, that, that fight presented some sort of uh, difficulty, uh, I mean, it was a, it was a threat, and he was like, "Got Mr. Hyde." He was like, "That was never a threat to me." How fucking dare you? How fucking stupid can you fucking be? He didn't say that, but that was the the, the tonal impact of what he said. I go, my point was about your injury. He's like, oh 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 yes, and then and then Doctor Jekyll came back. His failure to track that. To, to realize that he was talking to a member of the fifth, fifth fucking estate who was recording and paying attention. This was killer shit. Like the worst job in America right now to be either his PR guy or, or the Donald's PR guy. Because these guys, like, like, like psychopaths, they, they tried to show psychopaths a bunch of pictures. So could you tell me what these people are feeling? And they, they were like misidentifying them and finally said, oh, yeah. That's what that woman looked like. And they go, they go, what woman? 
And they said, oh, uh, uh, you know, uh, Barbara, Barbara Burns. That's what she looked like. Barbara Burns was one of his fucking victims. I just made that name up. I don't know if Barbara Burns is one of his the serial killer's victims. And the look that he that that he identified was a total abject fear. He didn't recognize it as fear. He just recognized, oh, that woman I knew, she looked like that too. Yeah, you were killing her. That's why she looked like that. You have to be sensitive to tone and tonality. I mean, you know, uh, that's why if I have a choice between being afraid of a psychopath or a sociopath, I'm actually more afraid of a sociopath. The psychopath is like a fucking train. If you happen to be on the train tracks and a psychopath is is, is that train, you're going to get fucked. But stay away from the train tracks. You're okay. You might stumble onto a train track. Easy, you know. Sociopaths are different. They're very bad drivers. So anybody who's anybody is not going to defend this guy. He's, he, 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 lives at, he, he lives as he has lived alone. Sure, his brothers understand him, but advocate, can't advocate for this guy. Can't, all I'm doing is laying out the facts, which if it was injectable, oil-based, it might be around a year and a half later. His claim was that it was an accidental supplement, which means it was oral, which means it would be metabolized faster, wouldn't be around a year and a half in that PICO level. So it calls bullshit on the past story. In other words, makes the present story. You can't get out of that. It's a double bind. You can't say, ah, you know what? It was probably because it was oil-based, which means that you knew, so he's fucked. What USADA did was kind of to fucking slap him with with a, 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 a um, uh, 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 what is the phrase? I was slapping with a, a gag order. But this fucks with Gus. And, and Gus, if he had forgotten about it, is finding out that anybody who rides and dies with Johnny Boney Joni, you got to understand whether it's his fault or not. Like I said it, on the Care Don't Care preview today, which is only on SoundCloud now, apparently. There's this thing, and it's called, uh, I was talking about it in relation to Kat Zingano. It's, she's one of those always something people. You've got friends like that, I'm sure. It's always something. You know, their name pops up on your phone. You go, oh, God. Tim, yeah, Tim Sylvia. Thank you. God, how could I forget that? So how does USADA justify clearing uh, 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 John for t- Tyrannibal? So let's just get to the questions twice but give Tom Lawler two years for popping once for the same drug. Well, you don't know. It's right there in front of your face. It's right there in front of your fucking face. In the world of, of, of political, remember the, the three, there's a real, you know, the imagined and the political. If Tom, like to, to, to paraphrase 50 said, if if Tom Lawler were to get hit by a train tomorrow, very few of us would have bad days. And I like Tom Lawler, but that's the truth. That's the truth. Johnny Boney Joni gets a Pico if Toronto Ball could be the old one. Don't know. And everything gets the world. I mean, the entire entire fight is getting moved. If it if it was Tom Lawler, you think they'd move the entire fight? 
I'm excited to see Noons and Cyborg as well. I'd, I'd pay for that. But uh, um, <laughs> how does it justify? Well, they were cleared. They themselves came out. I mean, this is the thing that makes it smell behind the curtain. They themselves came out and said, this is easily, given the time difference, could be a, a, an echo, a vestige of, of the past test. I mean, a pico, a pico is, is a unit of measurement. Like, it's like taking a grain of sand and, and cutting it in 50 parts. They themselves said this. I didn't fabricate that. USADA is making a political fucking point that has to be made. It, you know, like the, the old Woody Allen joke, I wish I had a large polo mallet right now. They used a large polo mallet to communicate to Johnny Boney Joni, keep our fucking name out of your mouth. Say nice things about Vada. Say nice things about USADA. Focus on your fight because at any time, we could fucking hurt you. And they have. How badly does this hurt the credibility of the California State Athletic Commission and a guy I've been a fan of until recently, Andy Foster? Uh, no. Come on, man. Come on. Do you, he didn't say Northern California. They said Los Angeles. You think they're going to put people on buses to Los Angeles from Vegas to honor their tickets and then drive them back free of charge? I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's Northern California either. Where do you think Endeavor is? How much how much business in your in your mind goes to that door at Endeavor? Which should be William Morris. It's not fucking crazy. If I you know you, look you know I'm not make I'm not trying to make this all self referential, but let me explain something to you. The worst movie of 1987 has put close to $200,000 in my pocket. I filmed on the movie for three weeks, landed part six. I had three lines, two hit the cutting room floor, and one made it in the film, and I wasn't even on camera when I spoke it. The camera was going by, and it says, Piedmont, and I go, operational. Half of my face is operational. That's just me. A guy sitting here in underwear with a top hat on. We're talking amounts of money here that make people want to fix everything. California State Athletic Commission? <laughs> Is it a bad look for them? Does anybody give a shit about the California State Athletic Commission? No. No, 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 no. Another question. And before, between questions, I want to read you something sent from the, from the D-man. Oh, hold on, somebody. Uh, yeah, Tim Sylvia. Can you tell a funny story? about a guy who stabbed another guy, then re-stabbed him again out of revenge for, for Christmas. <laughs> it was, I don't know, you gotta give me more details. A guy who stabbed another guy that re-stabbed him again out of revenge. I know the guy who got, I don't remember that now. I know so many of these stories with the guy who shot the guy and then the guy got found him and then beat him up at his family's picnic. That's not the one you're talking about. It'll come to me. You gotta, maybe somebody else can can help jog my memory. Can you tell the funny story about a guy who stabbed another guy, then re-stabbed him again out of revenge? Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, you got to help me with that one. I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, um, so hold on. Where, where am I? Let's get to this. Um, okay, I got, I got. I think that was a, the last question. 
okay. Oh, oh yeah, family picnic. Yeah, that's right. That was the guy who got shot. That's going to be an upcoming show. He got shot, and then I said, why'd the guy shoot you? He goes, I don't know. What I said, what did he do after he shot you? He goes, a victory dance. <laughs> so then the dude's driving around later. He goes, there's that motherfucker. He was at a family picnic. Pulls his car up, takes a tire iron out, goes over, beats the guy unconscious. As he's beating the guy unconscious, guys, what the fuck? What are you doing that for? He goes, you fight. His family's flipping out and screaming. He's like, you shot me. He goes, yeah, but... You know, that was a long time ago. Fuck you. And he beat the guy to within an inch of his life. You know, the guy was was outraged. He thought it was crazy that he had shot him. He had shot. What do you shoot me for? What? All I did was shoot you or beat beat me for, for shooting you. Yeah, that, that was a funny story. I'm going to get that guy on Ozzy Confidential. He walked into my jujitsu academy the other day wearing overalls with bare feet. And I complete. he looks a lot like another friend of mine. I got them confused. I said, you got to come back. And then I've seen him in the park a lot since then. And he just kind of waved and wouldn't come in. He's an interesting guy. He's a hotshot producer. He's the one who got into a fight with Maynard from Tool so, uh, and beat him because they were both jiu-jitsu guys. And I didn't even get to talk about the health thing. And, and you know, I'm so excited about finally getting my, my brown belt certificate from uh, Sorrell. So if you're on my Instagram, Mr. Sleep number three, on uh, uh, you would you have seen it or Facebook you would see it or if you're at the Twitter account at Eugene S Robinson you would have seen it. So the reality of it is, dude is dirty, 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 gertie. But he was either if he wasn't if he's not dirty now he was dirty then, and if he was dirty then and then not dirty now, it, it doesn't doesn't make a difference. With him you got Mister Hyde, you can't ride or die on this guy, and all we can do I mean it is it is like one of those fucking you know what it's like? It's like that fish in Japan that's super expensive and super poisonous. The only time you can feel good about a Johnny Boney Joni fight is after it's just happened. And not even then. You got to wait a week because you don't know what will happen. Why? Because nobody knows what the fuck is going on at Jackson Wink. Nobody. Team is falling apart. So say people I know. So say people I know. And, and 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 honest to God, what do you think Mr. Hyde does when you reintroduce super ego action that, that is what he grew up with? You know, the minister father. What do you think anybody who starts to exert, whether it's Malky or anybody starts to exert that kind of control, what do you think happens? If it's not met by aggressive resistance, it's, it's met by the same thing that's allowed him to get from birth to where he is now. Uh, a yes, sir. A yes, ma'am. And you just and Mr. Hyde says, as soon as I get out this door, I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. The thing is, if you were a junior college wrestler and all of a sudden you got two or three million dollars in the bank, you feel like you got it made. If you're a 56 year old man, you understand that one or two million dollars is not enough to make it feel like you got it made. So the most significant portion of the Johnny Boney Joni train or any fighter that, that's got some cachet is is how excited, you know, like like Lou Reed in his song, uh, uh, Waiting for the Man. He goes, you know, it gives you sweet taste. You got to leave because you got no time to waste. You got no time to waste. I, I got moves to make. I got shit to do. I got to. So, you, you know, the big part, anticipation, 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 ob obtaining, ritual. Ritual 
final, like this is one point, ingestion of the drug of choice, and then the refractory period during which you enjoy it, and then the hunt begins again. Johnny Boney Joni has fucked with every aspect of our, our, our drug addiction to, to MMA. Because you can't enjoy the first part because you don't know when some shit's going to happen because he is not driving the car. You can't enjoy the rise up, the up, up to the fight time because you don't know when shit's going to happen to completely distract you. You can enjoy the fight itself if it happens. I'm mean, keep in mind, none of his fights have been called before they happen. Hence the move to Vegas. I mean, from, from Vegas. Vegas is a non-factor at this point in time. They got a short leash on him. You come to you come to fucking Los Angeles. You stay in the hotel connected to the building. That's where you stay. You don't stay anywhere else. And those mini mark guys, they fucking whatever. They can control things. Doesn't make CSAC look bad. They don't look great anyway. So, and so you enjoy the fight. And then the post fight pressure, you can't even enjoy the aftermath when he, if he wins the fight, because you don't know when some shit's going to happen. And you can't, so all of the, all of the, all of the things that make the fight, the whole booyah base of things that make a fight cool are robbed when you decide to hit your wagon to a Johnny Boney Joni star. That's where we say greatest of all time, but so what? I'm not saying the guy's clean. I'm not saying he's dirty. I'm not saying he's healthy, but I'm saying he could very be unhealthy. And for those just listening, I'm pointing to my head. In other words, the enjoyment at the rising and advancing of you know of human endeavor to a, 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 an elevated level of of greatness which is what sports grants us is we're robbed making him the loneliest loneliest athlete ever hard to have the dudes back It's very much a solo journey. I remember thinking, we were talking about the heroic natures of the characters in the Odyssey, and I always liked Paris because it seemed like pretty smart. Starred the whole fucking fight, hung out with the chicks in the village. Seemed pretty smart to me. I said, no, don't you understand? He doesn't have any heroic dimension to move. That's pretty fucking smart. Smart is not always heroic. And great is not always good. And he's the greatest of all time, but... You want to say so what? But I want to read this thing that the D-man said because I think it's great. And uh, let's see. That's what I was looking for. Um, Hey, hoes. I'll start here. The UFC television product is plotting, tedious, and time-consuming. When was the last time you watched a cable card live? They're awful. They're pinning their hopes on their pay-per-view cards, and at $70 a pop, question mark. There's two guys that can anchor one of those, both about as reliable as an 84 Chevette. And then he, he winds up here. MMA is in the Lost Battalion. Honestly, I'm more excited about boxing than I am MMA. 
So much of the UFC's business is based on pay-per-view, and quite honestly, I see little pay-per-view-worthy events. Other sports are too good, and I have too much other shit going on in my life to get to a Buffalo Wild Wings from 6 to 11 on a Saturday night. There's a million other things I'd rather spend money on than a $70 $70 UFC pay-per-view. Basketball and the NFL are cooking on all cylinders. Major League Baseball has gotten better with their product, too. The UFC's best hope is to put together a good July and August pay-per-views when there's nothing else going on. Then they only have to compete with doing something else. Do I spend the weekend at the park, or do I go to watch some off-brand pay-per-view? Boxing doesn't write. At least Golden Boy does. Hey, I caught Aquaman last week. Watched the Canelo fight on my phone with my uh, my uh, the Zone subscription. Then I, ca- I caught Mule. Good Saturday night. It was cheap. It didn't monopolize everything else. It was easy. There you go. There you go. That's the problem of Mr. Hyde. That's the problem of a, of, of a president like the one we've got. We're in the backseat of the car. We might have a great time in the backseat of that fucking car, but we know it's not going to end well. Even if a car runs out of gas, if there's nobody steering it and it doesn't crash into a wall, you just got lucky. So, should you lose hope over uh, the the uh, John Johnny Boney Joni Gustafson thing? No. Should you get excited about it? Why bother? Will this diminish his win if he win Johnny Boney Joni wins? Nope. He beat him already. The amount was insignificant. I'm not going to get it caught up. But let me tell you, the moves that were made to save this fight are not moves that speak to the long-term health of a Johnny Boney Joni, given that he's completely given himself over to Mr. Hyde. And now he and DC went for the bait. I can see he can't stop himself. And now they're talking about slapping each other's wife's asses. I'm going to have to go with the D-man here. It's stu- the appeal is starting to be fucking limited. This show was not going to be at all about MMA. It was going to be a holiday show. I want to talk about the, the sexiness of 50, 60-year-old women, in actual fact. And I got this thing, blew it out of the water. So there you go. I also want to talk about Half and Al, uh, uh, Almeidas. Almeidas. <laughs> I hope you pronounce their names. But I didn't. So this is my Christmas gift to you. I got to thank Roma Raider. Only one of the listeners who came through bought me a Christmas present. Thank you, bro. I said, why did you, you know you give me a Christmas? We didn't have to do this. It makes me feel bad that you have done it, but I really appreciate it. If you go to patreon.com slash uh, uh, the stomper, you can donate money for the show. But most of you don't have to. Most of you don't, in actual fact. If every because if everybody gave if everybody gave fifty cents or a dollar, it would be great. I'd be doing I'd be sitting pretty. And this now I'm not I'm not bugging you about that. You know how to get a hold of me on Instagram. You know Mr. Sleep Three, uh, you know Mr. Sleep Three on Instagram. You know how to get a hold of me on Twitter at Eugene S. Robinson. Uh, next week, given that none of us have work, um, we're gonna do a special. If I did it. Uh, if the shoes fit, don't know what day, but apparently a little bird tells me Kid Nate is going to be here in the Bay Area. So he and I will do a live one 
maybe I'll get him on this dirty couch. Maybe I'll take him to Sorrells and choke his throat till he can't breathe. Could do that for calling me Gene. He thinks I've forgotten. I got the Sicilian memory, bro. I got that Sicilian memory. I told you, you were paying into a bank account that I would pay you later out of. Shh. Anyway, he's going to bring the wife, me and him, and the wives will eat. We could do something nice and normal like that. Strong possibility. And then, of course, Saturday, there's a fight. I can't get excited about it. The things that have been, I, I could put a whole chapter, things that have been stolen from me by Johnny Boney Joni. <laughs> I could also do another book, Things He's Given Me. Cynicism. My cynicism has increased. Anyway, that's the show. Uh, I'm your host, Eugene S. Robinson. You got ways to get a hold of me. Uh, let me see. Is this the. Nah, this is not the last one. There'll be one. There'll be one uh, before New Year's Eve. Um, probably the one where I talk about whatever happened on Saturday night. So it'll be next Sunday. So that's the schedule coming up. Thanks. You got the Patreon.com. Like I said, oh, I forgot to mention two things. If you've listened this far, that might have an impact on you. On January 29th, Oxbow is playing at the chapel in San Francisco on Valencia. As usual, anybody listening to the show gets on the list if they pass the quiz. First come, first serve basis. I obviously can't put 100 of you on the list. And people have done this before. The guy in Copenhagen, the you know, the cat in LA, San Diego, it happens. As a benefit of the show, it's like you get the executive level first class in all access pass. So if you want Oxbow's uh, Facebook page, you can tell it's uh, it's a, it's not the picture of us, the old black and white picture. It's another one. Not the picture of us on the couch. I, I, I own them both, but it's it's you can tell it's it seems a lot busier. Send me a note, give you the number, take the quiz. First come, first serve for getting on the guest list. That's January 29, 2019, Oxbow at the Chapel. If you like the music, you should come. If you don't like the music, please don't come. And then January 14th, 14th, January 14th, everywhere where you get your other podcasts, you'll be able to get Ozzy Confidential. Difference between that one and this one is that's a little more, it involves interviews with other people, and I don't spend so much time talking about gangbangs and Nazis. In essence, you know, why the hell would you listen to it? But no, it's an actual, it's a good show. I wouldn't be telling you it was a good show if it wasn't a good show. I wouldn't even say anything about it if I didn't think it was a good show. So that's it. I'm your host. Take a deep breath. Read up on Tyrannoball and oil-based steroids if you are still interested. I've got material I could send you, but you could easily just at this point in time, you can easily find it yourself. We'll see you soon. Until then, look what you made me do!